Hey guys, it's Maya and I just wanted to jump on here and promote my takes Instagram really quick because we're doing a lot of fun things. I'm doing more posts, more stories, and I also have to say I've started a new series called The Bottom Shelf and it's video reviews, IGTV video reviews, and I think they're super fun and they're all on the Instagram. So go follow my take on social media and specifically on Instagram at underscore my take. Okay, so if you ask what book most exemplifies book talk the answer is obviously it ends with us by colleen hoover and for so long that book was just a standalone and it was one thing and people were obsessed and it was breaking their hearts and yada 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 and i think last year i read it and i have an episode on it and i got to do it with my friend emmy which was super sweet and amazing even though i hacked up along the entire fucking time but now we have been blessed i guess with a sequel it starts with us which picks up directly from where the events of it ends with us leaves off and we see like what happens with lily and atlas and their life and how they move about it and like the future aftermath and i was not the biggest fan of it ends with us just because like i wasn't super emotionally attached to Ryle specifically so I didn't like feel the heartbreak like yes it's a heartbreaking book but I wasn't like crushed and destroyed because I had put all my energy into Ryle or whatever so I wasn't necessarily gonna read this one but then I was like I can't not read this one and then I was gonna Z library this one but then Colleen Hoover fans took away Z library so it's just a whole thing but I've read it starts with us I'm going to talk about it I know it'll get a lot of clicks because it's a huge book and everybody fucking loves it and it was very much a good book for me to like I read it I think when I had the flu or when something like emotional was going on and I needed a distraction so it was a very good book to like sit down and read in one day which is what I did but the book itself I have some interesting opinions so books tv music and movies all things that make a big impact on everyone I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I'm Maya Ghosh, and this is my take. So, as always with the book, we are going to start with a little bit on the writing, and one of the biggest things and the biggest draws of this book in terms of the writing is the fact that we get Atlas's point of view. That's what everybody wanted. Everybody wanted more Atlas. Everybody wanted to see Lily and Atlas happy. And so we get Atlas's point of view. And it's nice to see his point of view because he's such a like, not distant, but like his character is very much what Lily remembers of him from high school, right? We never, never see his point of view we never see his thoughts and yes we see them interacting a little bit in the present tense but it's like not enough to kind of combat this like pedestal that Lily puts him on especially when we're comparing him to Ryle so it's nice to see his point of view it's nice to see his thoughts and his feelings and emotions and all of this stuff however as nice as it was to have Atlas's point of view the book read like fan fiction now, I don't know if I should really be that surprised about this because I don't know that Colleen Hoover ever intended to write this book. I think this book blew up on TikTok. I think 
she was getting a movie deal and I think she saw an opportunity to generate more money and more press around this and potentially like do a second movie or whatever because it ends with us is probably going to end where the book ends so then if she did another movie or did another book they could do another movie and wrote this book and I get it I did not want to see Lillian Atwood struggle right like one of my main gripes with it ends with us is we stop so soon we don't get to see Willie and Atlas actually build a life together. But when you see them actually build a life together in this book, it's not hard. Like, don't get me wrong, there are obstacles, right? Like, Ryle is this huge obstacle. Atlas has to deal with his little brother, Josh, and that familial relationship and how he's supposed to weigh his jaded adult perspective with this young hopeful kids perspective and stuff like there are challenges but there are never challenges to their relationship right like they are together and they are together and that is the only issue right nobody ever gets jealous nobody ever gets worried that they're not a bigger part of their lives like there's never a relationship drama which I'm not saying I want it I'm just saying I think the reality of their situation would bring much more struggle than what Colleen Hoover put in the book, hence why it reads like fan fiction, right? There is a place for everybody to be happy and fluff, and I love that, right? But that's not why we come to books, right? I say I would love a book with all fluffiness, and I would, but I would for the characters that I already have an established love for, right? June and Day, I could read 500 pages of June and Day fluff from Legend, and I would be so happy about it. Pip and Ravi from... A good girl's guide to murder right like there are characters that once they're established and especially once you've seen them go through shit right like i just named two characters that go through a lot of fucking ups and downs in their trilogies and so then the idea of having a book that is just fluff with them makes sense because they've already gone through the hardship right they've already done it so now we just want to see them have the happily ever after whereas with this Lillian Atlas's relationship in the present tense of It Ends With Us is so minimal and so small and so like, okay, this could be a future for them that I want to see them struggle a little bit. I don't want them to see them go through hardship, right? Like, I don't want to read a sad book, but I wanted to know that they were real. I wanted to know that they were going to have problems. I wanted to know that this like fairy tale romance that they found when they were 15 wasn't just going to slot right in together because now they're older they've gone through different life stages right like Lily has been through abuse and there's no point in the book where she's like scared or has this like fearful reaction or whatever and like I'm not a trauma expert I'm not a domestic violence expert whatever but you would think some of that would carry over you would think there would be things from his past from her past that would crop up that would make this harder and not harder in a like oh they're gonna have a giant fight and break up way if Colleen Hoover didn't want them to ever break up that would have been fine by me but they like don't even need to have emotional discussions it almost feels like it feels like everything just clicks like we flip a light switch and it's perfectly fine and as I said there is a place for that and had I read this on Wattpad or somewhere else probably would have loved it because it's escapism it's not real it's not like in the canon of the literature but the way we're doing it now it's just like there were good additions right like I really loved seeing Lily be a mom more so I really loved Atlas's relationship with Josh and like that guardian older brother role he's stepping into right like I loved those aspects I loved seeing Lily's relationship with her mom I loved seeing Atlas try to get closure with his mom I enjoyed ish the dynamics between 
Alyssa and Ryle and Alyssa's husband, like, that was kind of interesting to see. But basically, just, like, there wasn't enough conflict to make the book feel genuine. It felt like fan fiction. And I get it because I think Colleen Hoover never intended to write this book. So if you're gonna write it for purely publicity or marketing or whatever type situation, write it like fan fiction. Why not? Have a good time with it. It just like as someone that the more I mature reading books, the more I appreciate emotional conflict, the more I appreciate a struggle, the more I can like respect writing that breaks your heart and then puts it back together or like forces you to go through emotional shit to like come out better on the other side like I understand that there's darkness and there's light in the world and you have to have both in literature to accurately reflect the world so I just think it read a little like fan fiction I think it was very easy to read in a day I think it was very bingeable I think for what Colleen Hoover was probably trying to write it for it accomplished its goal I just think for the purpose of it being a true authentic sequel to it ends with us it missed the mark a little bit like it ends with us if you really get invested in Lillian Ryle and you really even if you don't right I was never invested in Ryle because I read the trigger warnings so I knew that that was going to be that right like I could never fully trust him even though I had that I was still emotional even though I had that I was still heartbroken for Lily I was still hard for me to read those scenes And so to not have any of that in this felt disingenuous. It felt like it wasn't connected to the series. It felt like, it felt like fan fiction. And there's nothing wrong with fan fiction. I love fan fiction. I've written fan fiction. But to have it be a genuinely published book, it's not published by Wattpad Books, it just, I think it missed the mark a little bit on that aspect. And I think I've been rambling on about the fact that it's fan fiction. I could have said that in two seconds and moved on. But that is basically all I have to say on the writing, I think. I did not plan this episode. Surprise, surprise. So if I'm missing anything, you will hear it in the middle of the plot section. But yeah, for now, that is all I have to say on the writing. And we are going to move on to the plot. So it has clearly been a year since I have read this book because... It starts with us, picks up a year and a half after the whole, like, Lily giving birth thing. Like, Emerson is a year and a half old, which I forgot that it's a year and a half in the epilogue of It Ends With Us. So I was like, oh my god, it's been a year and a half and Atlas has this other restaurant and whoa, whoa, whoa. But no, we are picking up from the end of It Ends With Us. Also, speaking of Emerson, Emerson's nickname in the book is Emmy. And I have a best friend named Emmy who I did my It Ends With Us podcast on. And so just to be reading that was like a little confusing for me. Because like of the associations that I have with Emmy and Colleen Hoover and it starts with us and everything. Anyways, we're starting right where we left off, which is another thing that I think makes it feel like fan fiction. Had you put like six months in between the two, it would have felt better because like authors always do that they always give you a giant time gap where you don't think there needs to be a giant time gap so anyways we start a year and a half later um lily writes a letter to ellen to get her feelings out which i did enjoy seeing those letters come back and it was a nice nod to the past and like a good way to get into her brain and she addresses like the custody issues that she's having and 
you see her budding relationship with Atlas. He brings her lunch to Lily's Blooms and it's super cute, but then Ryle shows up, so we have to shove him into the closet and hide him, right? So you see this, like, I guess you could say this is kind of the tension of, like, we want to start something up, but what is Ryle going to say? But also, we knew that Ryle was never going to be a long-term issue, so it was hard to get on board with the fact that, like, this was the potential big problem. Because their relationship, it just, it grows so quickly and so cutely. And I know I trash this for being like fan fiction, but also it's super cute and fluffy. Like Atlas FaceTimes her and they start having like FaceTime dates. And then he finally convinces Lily that he wants to read her journal and he should read her journal. And he tries to take her on a first date, but it's like the first night she's had off in a while from Emmy. So she falls asleep in his car, and instead of waking her up for their dinner reservation, he just reads her journal and lets her sleep, and it's really cute and adorable, and they, like, get burgers on the way back, and, like, I liked it. I don't know how I feel about him reading her journal, just because, like, I get it, but also it's, like, deeply personal, and there are other ways that you could, like, have them connect back to the past, maybe, I don't know. He does write her a Dear Lily letter after that that is, like, a huge look into his past. But again, like, we're still centering their relationship around, like, the start and their past and all those things. And so it's, like, yes, it's helpful because they're finally getting closure and clearance and not clearance, but, like, they're getting to explore all those things. But also, like, I don't know. I wasn't – it was super cute and super nice. But when you stop to think about it in the progression of their relationship, you're kind of like, hmm, I don't know. Then we – talk to Ryle because Ryle is like oh you named Emmy Emerson Dory and he gets really pissed because he thinks that Dory is related to Atlas and like doesn't see the fact that like yes it kind of has some significance with Atlas but like Ellen and Dory and Just Keep Swimming and Nemo were like a huge thing in Lily's life even before Atlas came into it and stuff and so like it becomes this tense conversation and like you see that like their relationship is not sustainable the way it is and like you know that like that's something Lily's gonna have to work on and it's sad because like you hope that she would have had better boundaries like that's the one thing that everybody that I have talked to says about it ends with us is like why are you trusting your abusive ex with your kid that early on you see kind of how she was forced into it with custody, but also you do see the boundaries puts she puts up with the, like, I, Ryle can't do overnight visits until Emmy can talk and then tell Lily if something happened and stuff, which, like, it's kind of addressing it, but also, like, their relationship is still weirdly, like, connected but distant and, like, I don't know, it's just weird. I do appreciate, like, the relationship that we see between Lily and Marshall in this book. That was something that, like, was there a little bit and it ends with us but definitely grows in this one because like after that weird conversation with Ryle Marshall really tells her like you should be proud of yourself for leaving that situation and like they have a good conversation which I like seeing and then we have Lily's mom who comes around like I said I love that relationship we find out that Atlas has 11 year old brother who is now missing and I knew instantly as soon as we found out that Atlas had a brother I was like okay he's the one vandalizing the restaurants or like even before when all the restaurant vandalization happened I was like this is going to be somebody from Atlas's past I feel like but 
we do later find out that Josh was breaking in. And so, of course, Atlas in his big heart, he's like, I'm going to take care of you. And, like, I think make some grilled cheese or something. Like, it's, I like their relationship. Of course, it gets off to a rocky start because it's, like, older brother that's willing to do anything for the kid that, like, has never had anything in his life. And so he's going to be very distrusting. But it's cute. What's also cute is that Atlas drives over to Lily's house just to give her a hug because she is sad after the conversation with Ryle and the name thing, and that was adorable, and Atlas, going back to Atlas and Josh, because I've been jumping around a little bit, he tries to do the, like, legally right thing by bringing Josh back to their mother, but drops that decision really quick when his mother turns abusive with Josh and he's like okay yeah fuck that like I'm taking you we're gonna figure something out which like cool um nobody ever thought that Josh was gonna stay with their mother like we all knew Josh was gonna end up with Atlas and then again there's more bonding there's more bringing Lily lunch Lily invites him to a wedding and before the wedding we have this really emotional moment with them because Atlas sees the like open heart tattoo that she has and also like one of the scars from Ryle, I think, biting her near the tattoo. And, like, this is where I wanted the book to go more so. Like, they have a conversation about how much they meant to each other and how much, like, Atlas, even though he wasn't physically there, like, his presence helped Lily and stuff. And, like, those were the type of things where I needed to see more of those and needed to see more of those relationships and struggles and all that to like actually believe that they were okay that was a good start and then of course they're kissing and kissing leads to more after the wedding because they can't keep their eyes off each other at the wedding and they dip out early and like very true to the current standards of romance in the sense that like the romance genre has moved away from dimming the lights and everything being perfect because Lily spurts breast milk at one point during this interaction and Atlas is totally fine with it and she's super embarrassed and whatever and so like we have more moments like that I feel like in romance where it's like things that genuinely do happen are happening on the pages of books so people like understand that this isn't something that's like oh it's gonna be perfect every time and whatever right like we're including more of the awkward moments that like happen which I appreciate it was tad weird to see it with boob milk just because I have either read or heard of things with that being part of like a kink and I don't like that but I liked seeing them be like able to be together through awkward moments and like I don't know it was fun to see their relationship progress and then it's not fun because Ryle comes over the next day and pins her to the wall and Lily freaks the fuck out rightly so and takes Atlas to takes Atlas takes I mean to Atlas's because she's like Ryle doesn't know where Atlas lives, so this is one place where he can't find us. We're going to go over there. And, of course, while she's there, he got a house that she would like that has space for a garden and yada, yada, yada. Because even though he, like, had no intentions, not no intentions, but, like, even though they weren't actually together or whatever, like, we build our lives around each other because that's what we do in books like this. And then Ryle, like, threatens her again over text and shows up and is pissed that she actually contacts a lawyer to try to get herself protection and then punches Atlas at his restaurant and like Atlas in that moment was so calm and it was so impressive how he was just like okay 
are you done? Like, what's going on? Can you let it all out? Like, the way he could see through Ryle and his, like, need for attention or whatever. Like, and the fact that he tries to talk sense into him, like, we love Alice for that. And it kind of, sort of, works a little bit. Like, Ryle's still definitely going to be a problem when we haven't found a resolution, but, like, Atlas and Lily have more boundaries, which then allows Lily to sleep over at Atlas's place. And we find out that, like, after the time when she, like, ran away to his house in It Ends With Us, he bought a bunch of stuff for her as, like, a Lily emergency kit if she ever showed up again, which was really adorable and sweet. And then Atlas's mom shows up. And there's this whole fight that Willie witnesses. And then Atlas ends up having to take Josh to see his father because Atlas found Josh's father. And Josh is like, well, I want to live with my father. And Atlas has to take him there and realize that Tim sucks and doesn't want him as a part of his life for him to then be okay to, like, come back and live with Atlas and be at peace with that decision, which we all knew was going to happen and it sucked. But also it was really nice to see, like, in true Colleen Hoover fashion... They have a new family tree that starts with us. Weave in the title in there somewhere. But their relationship was one of the things I loved the most about this book. Like, I really loved seeing Atlas in that caregiver role. I loved seeing him bond with an aspect of his past. Like, him and Josh was probably my favorite thing about this book. So I will forgive the cringeworthy aspect of including the title. And then we finally have an intervention with Ryle. And it actually goes well and atlas's mother agrees to sign away her rights to josh to atlas so that they can be family and we can figure out what's best for them and we read a letter atlas wrote about the day he was sick and lily took care of him way back when and how he like realized he loved her then and at one point during the book she's like okay you can ask me to move in with me like six months after we started dating or something and it like surprise surprise has been six months so he asked her to move in and it's very cute and Lily's mom actually knew that was probably the biggest shock of the book like Lily's mom knew about Atlas met Atlas back then and like he hugged her because he could see that she needed that and like that was the surprise like holy shit Lily's mom has known and so like it's not a surprise when Lily tells her mom about Atlas and stuff and like Two years later, it all has worked out, and they're getting married. So, to wrap up this episode, I did enjoy my experience reading this book because it's cute, and it's fluffy, and it's dramatic and intense, and it hooks you in. However, when I step back to look at this book, I also recognize that it is definitely fan fiction. Colleen Hoover did not want to write it. It does not have enough trauma, not trauma, tension or drama or emotional aspect to it like there is something missing that leaves it feeling like fan fiction but it also is still enjoyable to read and so I would have been fine had this sequel never existed because I would have been perfectly happy living my life being like yeah it ends with this was fine but it was my favorite I wish we had more but now the more that we got and like honestly I wish you would have left me with those questions maybe because it felt like more of a powerful book to leave it on that than to like add this fluff to it I don't know I don't know where I stand it ends with us and it starts with us are not my like favorite Colleen Hoover my favorite is so it's like Verity is like peak favorite and then of her like contemporary romance 
regretting you and all your perfects are like right under Verity and then I don't remember the rest of my ranking but I know Ugly Love is near the bottom I know I didn't like Layla what else have I read maybe Someday was not my favorite I don't remember what other books of hers I have read but she's really hit or miss for me like if I like one of her books I like one of her books and if I don't I don't this one was fine I'm sure there are plenty of people on book talk that are super happy that it came out I'm not entirely one of them but I did buy it like the week after it came out so read into that what you will but yeah I have been Maya Ghosh and this has been my take on it starts with us by Colleen Hoover thanks for listening so we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not going to be very long. This podcast is produced and edited um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore my take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.